A very heartful greetings to all our listeners. I welcome you all to this super insightful episode of ZDP Zero Down Podcast Shorts by Arthshastra Economic Society of Miranda House. Today, here we are, Ushir, Tanya, and Prisha. Today, we are going to take you to delve deeper and unravel all the possible dimensions related to Israel-Hamas war. Firstly, let us diagnose its historical dimensions. One of the biggest myths about Israel-Palestine conflict is that it has been going on for centuries and is about ancient religious hatred. While religion is involved, the conflict is mostly about two groups of people who claim the same land. To understand the history of this conflict, you really need to delve deep into history of Israel and Palestine. In 1900s, Palestine was part of the Ottoman Empire and Muslims, Christians and Jews coexisted in harmony. Around the same time in Europe, more Jews were joining a movement called Zionism. Zionists believe Judaism is a nationality as well as a religion and that Jews deserve their own state in their ancestral homeland. After centuries of persecution, many believed that this was the only route towards safety. This movement aimed to establish an independent Jewish state in Middle East. Palestine was chosen as an ideal location, which gave rise to the slogan, a land without people, for a people without a land. The only problem was that Palestine wasn't a land without people. After the collapse of Ottoman Empire, at the end of World War I, Palestine came under British rule. At first, British allowed Jewish immigration. But as more Jews arrived, tensions between Jews and Arabs grew. Then, there was a turning point. The Holocaust led to a massive flow of Jews to British Palestine and Western countries began backing up the idea of Jewish state in Palestine. As Britain began to prepare to leave, they left the fate of Palestine to United Nations. The UN recommended a plan to divide Palestine into two states, Jewish Israel and Arab Palestine. The plan was meant to give Jews a state and establish Palestinian independence. On May 15, 1948, Jews declared the independence of state of Israel. However, Arabs saw the UN plan as just more European, colonialism trying to steal their land. Arab states declared war on Israel to establish a unified Arab-Palestine. However, Israel won the war and occupied much of the land intended for Palestine under the UN plan and expelled a huge number of Palestinians from their homes, creating a massive refuge population. Many internally displaced Palestinians fled to a narrow strip of land that is today called Gaza Strip. Something happened that transformed the conflict. In 1967, Israel and neighboring Arab countries fought a war, which ended up in Israel occupying most Palestinian territories. Over the next few days, the situation calmed down temporarily. 
However, for the next few decades, Israeli military remained in Gaza and the West Bank, which fueled the Palestinian struggle. The Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO, aimed at liberating Palestine from Israel. However, the PLO wanted British Palestine back together again, which basically meant that it wanted to end Israel entirely. By the 1980s, the Palestinian frustration exploded into the Second Intifada, the Arabic word for uprising. Israel responded with heavy force. Around the same time, Palestinians in Gaza who found the PLO too secular created Hamas, a violent extremist group dedicated to Israel's destruction. By this time, it was clear that the Israelis and Palestinians needed to make peace. Hence, the Oslo Agreement was signed. This was meant to be the first big step towards Israel maybe someday withdrawing from Palestinian territories. However, extremists on both ends prevented any implementation from ever happening. The second intifada by the Palestinians arrived, and then it changed the conflict forever. Israel built separation walls and checkpoints to limit Palestinian movement. In 2005, Israel withdrew from Gaza. Hamas gained power in Gaza and split from the Palestinian Authority. Israel imposed a blockade in Gaza for the last 16 years. This allows Israel to control the flow of food, water, electricity and medical supplies into Gaza. On October 7, 2023, Hamas broke into Israeli territory, launched rockets, killed over 1,400 civilians and kidnapped close to 200 people. Within days, Israel formally declared war and bombarded the Gaza Strip, killing thousands of people. Israel also told over one million citizens of Gaza to leave their homes and move towards southern Gaza, warning them of an escalation of violence, where Israel is bombarding the south too, leaving Palestinians trapped. Since the past five weeks, the people of Palestine have been bombarded with more than 12,000 tons of explosives at the hands of Israeli forces. The Israeli government has cut off basic amenities like food, water and access to healthcare. The Israeli military has attacked places of worship, schools, hospitals and refugee camps, killing more than 10,000 Palestinians in just four weeks. But the economic impact of this war affects the world greatly. From a global economic perspective, Energy is the most important short-run issue. Oil prices were already elevated at the time of the attack on Israel, and these developments raise the probability of supply disruptions, particularly if the crisis involves Iran or if unrest takes a toll on production in Iraq and market nervousness more generally. Rising geopolitical tensions generally take a toll on global risk and sentiment, widening spreads and putting forward upward pressure on the dollar. The ensuing tightening in global financial conditions can have several repercussions for economies with external exposures. A sharper escalation could bring Israel into direct conflict with Iran. A supplier of money and arms to Hamas, which the US and the European Union have designed a terrorist group. In that scenario, Bloomberg Economics estimates oil prices could soar to $150 a barrel. 
and global growth drop to 1.7%, a recession that takes about $1 trillion of world output.